0: Welcome to In the Trenches, a weekly podcast series dedicated to entrepreneurial leadership, the principles and values that define and develop it, as well as actionable steps that you can take to immediately lead your team to victory. Good afternoon. This is Eric LeClaire at Push Press, and I am impressed and happy to have JB Fitz from CrossFit Crown City in Pasadena, California, a neighbor of ours, joining us for the third installment of In the Trenches, a portrait of leadership in a time of crisis. And uh, what part of the selection criteria, at least for me and the staff at Push Press, and looking at the different gym owners that we talk to, um, is in the character of the owner and um, really the the community and culture that they develop and build. And I have been watching from afar um, who you were before crown city, who you became in the old crown city and what you've done with the new crown city. So for those that don't know you, let's, let's dig in a little bit on your, on your past.
1: No, for sure. Thanks for having me, Eric. Thanks for the invite. Obviously flattered to be here, flattered to accept it. Um, So very cool. And thank you. Um, my background probably a lot of your guests are going to have owned gyms a lot longer than me i'm a four-year affiliate owner so it's a not a long time you know I, uh, what's what's you how long were you in affiliate like oh uh 14 14 yeah, years 14 years so you're sitting here with a guy who owned one for four years so it's a little <laughs> you've impressed upon a lot of folks that in four years um my background is in fine art like i've got a undergraduate, graduate degrees as a fine artist. That was how I made my living. Um, really strange background to come from that into CrossFit, but I was a member of a gym. I began coaching at the gym. Um, eventually that owner wanted out. The gym was faltering and I took, that, I took that gym over. I had no experience owning a business. I had no experience basically even paying my own bills. I... Uh, <laughs> I was, wow. I married a I married a really smart woman that kind of always kept me in line, but I, <laughs> I lived day to day, week to week, month to month. Um so no no I had no business owning the gym. No wow. business whatsoever. But no one talked me out of it. Um so,
0: how, like so then immediately did you recognize you're like I, I need help or I need a
1: mentor or I need yeah. how did you do it? Um I think I've always been really good at recognizing what I don't know. Okay. You know, maybe I could do a better job of giving myself credit for things I do know at times, but I understand what I don't know. And I understand when I need help, uh, I reached out for mentorship. Instantaneously started brought in a coach to work with me one-on-one and I've had a coach. I've always had a coach. I have coaches today, multiple coaches that I work with now. I mean, I just signed up for um, continuing education in the Harvard business online classes. Like I've, I I've reached out when I need to reach out
0: Outstanding. and feel free today. You're more than welcome to plug any service that you have found value in. Uh, if you feel comfortable, you're more than welcome to. Um,
1: sure.
0: so what have you, what was crown city? And then what have you grown it to today?
1: Uh, when I took over crown city, I mean, it, uh, it was, a, it was, a, I mean, it was a great gym, but it was just, um, it was going one or two directions that time it was probably either just going to, uh, well, it was going one direction. It was going to close, probably. Right. It was kind of on. Uh, it was kind of maybe on death's doorstep at the time. So I purchased the gym in 2016. This month, um, so we've been four years now. We've grown by, you know, revenues probably doubled. Membership has doubled. We actually did. We had a huge space. You went to old space. We had a nine thousand square foot space. We reduced the size into a space that's every bit as expensive but has a lot more character and a lot more feel to it a lot more atmosphere so a five thousand square foot space
0: and a lot more natural light
1: yeah well i think sometimes gym owners want to have a space that's really big there's something impressive about saying i'm the gym owner with the biggest gym right um but we have a really nice looking gym now it's beautiful it is that's beautiful all right do you study or
0: read or spend time learning about leadership? Has it ever been a topic of discussion or a passion of yours?
1: It wasn't previously. I remember I actually went to a 321 Go Summit with Clay Weldon, Matt Scanlon, a bunch of other great owners. My mentor, Jamie Gallagher, was there. A really great guy. Taught me a lot. He asked everyone, you know, raise your hand if you're a leader. And this was my mentor. I did not raise my hand. <laughs> everyone in the room raised their hand. But I just felt like you I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel confident saying that I was a leader at the time. Like I didn't earn the right to be a leader. Like sure. I'm a leader. I own the gym, right? You bought like, into it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like cutting a check to buy the gym doesn't make you a leader. Does it? Right. Right. You gotta Earn that I earned it. And, uh, he kind of got on me about that. And at that time, that was two and a half years ago, I wasn't a leader. Like today I've, I've earned it. Like I can comfortably say, like, I can lead my community. I can lead my staff, but yeah, I've done the reading. I've worked with other mentors. Like I understand how, how I effectively lead, you know, sometimes people lead by telling people what to do, but I understand like what my leadership style is. So yes, I've invested a lot in leadership and learning to be a leader. Um, Like I said, I just signed up for Harvard business class online, uh, another leadership program, but kind of looking outside of CrossFit and, um, and then maybe at peer groups that are in different businesses and, and learning from them as well. So Outstanding investment of time and money right on. And so have you been able to take those
0: concepts and then in turn develop your staff because of it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, uh, there's a lot of it. You probably dismiss. I'm sure you've seen as you read books, you're like, that's just not me. Like, I'm not going to be the guy that leads in this kind of way. It doesn't fit who I am. Like your former right. military, you're going to have your own style. I'm a former artist. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have my own, my own leadership style, but yes, I have. Um, some of the things that we do really effectively now is that uh, we have team buy-in on everything. Our organizational chart now is no longer me here and here, 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 here. Our leadership, our organization is a yep. circular. Like we all have to agree to this. We all have to buy in. Like my vote might carry more weight but my team's not going to do it unless we are all part of making that decision right. process. So like, us, uh, like maybe a, uh, evaluation, like we're going to evaluate our coaches. Well, the coaches need to dictate what they're being evaluated on, like, or else it doesn't make sense to them. So they create their own evaluations and then and we, we would judge them on that, but you set the criteria and that way you're held accountable to that criteria that you that they or they've created and you're helping yeah. assess them on it. Exactly.
0: Awesome. Outstanding. Do you have a guiding principle or a set of maybe guiding values that they were maybe your personal values that you infused into the company, or do you have like a charter that you're operating off of for Crown City?
1: You know what? We tried that. We tried to have like those seven pillars, you know, core values, but we don't. No. We just operate with delivery and a very high customer experience. Like every, Perfect. all like, all yeah. decisions have to be run through that filter. Like, does this enhance the customer experience or does it not? Right. So does it detract from it or does it oh, – yeah, I dig it. I totally yeah. dig it. I, um, like, we wanted to have – like, we had the things printed on the gym. You came in, you saw the core values, but it was just – A little cheesy? Yeah, it was like, not, it's not us, man. It's not, not, yeah. not,
0: who, not who we are. It, will, it works, right? It works for you. It works for your staff. Clearly yeah. works for the community, right? It does. It does. Okay. It works now. So why we start, or at least why I like to try to get uh, kind of a background on these owners and coaches that are, you know, leading and creating teams is that I believe if we put the work in before this crisis came in now, and I would believe you're more apt to handle this. So talk me through, like we as in California, we got a chance to see other states go through it. A little earlier than us did you guys choose to shut down or did you wait until LA County said shut
1: down we waited we waited until we, sh- we were shut down on that Monday at noon when the ordinance came through to shut down okay so what were you doing or what were you delegating to your staff to do the week
0: before like in anticipation of this
1: we had our well, we would begun designing the tracks already um, for the for the home workout programming um, I wouldn't say that we were prepared for the closure. I would like to tell you if we had all these things in place. Um, But we didn't. What did help us out, though, is that we are fairly organized and we do have buy-in from the staff. So once we decided, we were able to pivot really quickly. Good. Um, That being said, though, we were really hesitant. We knew we had a window where we could be down for four or five days um, before we rolled out, like, online classes because we didn't – I would rather roll out a well produced product than just like crap
0: thrown out. And just
1: be like quick and be like, oh yeah, here's our garbage class. Uh, and we have bad lighting and the resolution isn't good. And it yeah, doesn't work. But like, yeah, like we wanted to test it. Like, we brought in studio lighting. Like we brought in things so the class looks good, but we weren't I wasn't gonna roll it out until that stuff happened.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah. you do have art background, so your production value needs to be there, right? We did. Yeah, it was a, it matters, man. It matters. Yeah, it sure it does. Happens. I mean, now to this day, we've seen Orange Theory's variation, we've seen um, uh, F 45's variation, Barry's Boot I mean, and those are like high quality production at home um, material. And, yeah. you know, th- and then what's the opposite end of the spectrum? You've got a, a, a coach with a shaky camera trying to film on zoom and, and that's the product, you know? So you have, and and really to your, to your strength. And one of the reasons that you were selected, you seem to have a tremendous amount of variety offered online. Who came up with those?
1: Good question. The coaches did. (laughs) Uh, I came up with the youth program. I just think, I just felt like there was a lack of offerings out there for kids. And I'm, you're a father, I'm a father, you're four month old, not quite where my 11 year olds are. Um, right. But I have two 11 year olds, I'm homeschooling. And so my circle group of friends also has 11 year olds in it as well. Awesome. These are kids that are not getting any exercise right now. So sure, there's like, there's an altruistic play in here where we're just trying to help parents out. But at the same time, yeah, like we want to build on the back end of this. If we right. can grow our kids program through this time, or possibly make contact with parents or more parents in our community through offering this kids program. Like, let's do it. Like I'm keeping staff on, on payroll. Like I have people working 35 hours a week. Like, I need to find jobs for them and coaching is what they want to do. So let's roll a program. So we did that. I mean, the weightlifting program we rolled out, I think it's a little odd to think that we're going to be doing online weightlifting. I don't think many affiliates were thinking that. Um, but like you've done you've gone to a level one seminar like you hold a pvc pipe for a whole weekend and you get come home on sunday night and you're crushed yep like yeah and we also know like guess what if you can't snatch with a pvc pipe correctly and you can't shouldn't be doing it yep don't pick up a barbell yet so we have people working at home um pvc pipe doing weightlifting and really kind of understanding like, Oh, this is what the third pull is. Like we're maintaining contact with the bar.
0: So and you're using this as an educational time, not just the training piece.
1: It's not like, let's just work out. It's like, Hey, this is a chance for us to slow down and deep dive into these movements. Like we can't do this in Constant. class because you guys come in to break a sweat and that's all you want to do. Uh, yep. But now we got your attention. So uh, the weightlifting coach Javier, like, blew my mind. Like I, I didn't come up with the program. Uh, and I tuned in just to see what was going to happen. There's a 13 page PowerPoint presentation. Wow. There's videos with Greg Everett demonstrating things. And it's like, you know, of course he kept him moving and engaged, but like he killed it. I couldn't, uh, it was one of those times I couldn't have been more proud of one of my coaches He just just outstanding. outstanding.
0: Yeah. Talk about providing the canvas for him to create on. I mean, that's a, it's a massive empowerment um, situation that you've created and
1: fostered. Really? It's, 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 what we hope for all the time. Like, can you be, what, what do they call that? Like an entrepreneur? Can you create this own thing within the structure of our business? Like, sure. Right. You don't, you do have autonomy within the gym to do your own things and create your own programs. And, and he's doing it. He's growing his own following, growing the weightlifting program right now while the gym doors are closed.
0: That's rad. So, so rad.
1: Part of it is also, I think people are going to lose engagement too, right? They're going to lose engagement with these classes. So what are you going to do to keep them interested? Like you better start rolling out new offerings all the time.
0: I agree. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like we, we don't offer, particularly through push press. there's not a formal mentorship pipeline, but there's definitely a dialogue with affiliate owners every day on mm-hmm. systems and processes and you know, differentiators and whatever. And it's mind-blowing to me the amount of coaches that feel that um, delivering the zoom content. That's it. Yeah. Right. So you made a post, I think it was a week ago. You guys were, you had uh, Mike and cleaning the ceilings and you were talking about overhauling the gym. And that got me thinking like, this isn't a vacation for the gym owners. No. This isn't a vacation. Like if you are not still working, yeah. you're missing out. So to that point then, um, I'm assuming maybe your clients will also get a chance to watch this, but what are you doing in the gym in the absence of your culture coming in every day? Is there things you're working on? You're taking this time to improve something.
1: I mean, well, the gym is just getting a full overhaul. Like the people are out. This is a perfect opportunity to like deep clean the entire gym. Good. Uh, I think that's about it though. We're just, we're just cleaning and making it look better. Touching up walls, patching this, patching that, just making Good. the gym look great when it comes, when people come back in the doors.
0: Yeah. I love it. I totally dig it. That lends to our last really topic is the, you know, the before, during and after effect of this. So we talked about you ramping up your staff for the before and kind of during what you've been up to the differentiators. I mean, cause you think about it now, every CrossFit or at least every micro gym is offering at home zoom based video workouts, you're stacking the deck with all your different offerings, you're thinking forward when this um, settles down, are you going to have a time frame that if let's say I'm a member and um, I'm nervous to come back into your facility, will you maintain some of your online community for like uh, an two weeks until I'm really comfortable? Or are you just going to you think you didn't shop at the day the doors can
1: open? That's interesting. I haven't thought about that, man. I would have to, I, I hadn't even considered that, but it is something to think about. Maybe you, t- you tell me, what do you, do I need to keep that going? I might need to.
0: I, yeah, I, you know, it is just a brainstorming thing that we've been talking <laughs> to a bunch of owners with. Um, we know people are going to be nervous. We know yeah. people are gonna be uncertain. Um, sure. They trust us. or they trust you. They trust the coaches. Um, maybe a week. I don't know. I mean, maybe you keep it going for just a week after the all clear sign is given.
1: Um, who knows? I, yeah, I hadn't even considered that. I mean, I guess what we could possibly do is we could potentially live stream the actual class going. The actual classes, yeah, and project that. So there's a little bit, and we can, we could probably figure out a way uh, to narrate that and have some direct conversations with it at the same time right. while we're filming the coach actually lead the class. That might work. Give them a chance to see people in the gym and uh, then, you know, confidence
0: again. Yeah, that's right. a good right. idea. Well, there you go, yeah. man. Well,
1: thank you for bringing that
0: up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, lastly, what I've asked all of the owners for is a message. And simply, we know that there are gym owners that are struggling. We know that they're uh, operating from a space of fear or operating from a space of uncertainty. If you were to pass off a word of advice, or if you were to be able to pass off, not even, I'm not even asking for assurance. What would you leave them with in this time? What have you, like, what would you feel confident saying to them?
1: You know, I've I've a struggle with with things like this, and I uh, I hate to end it on maybe even a a negative note. (laughs) So you're all gonna die, right? Well, no, but I do think that this is a time for self evaluation. Like, are are you in this thing? Like, are are you? What I'm seeing is that gyms, you know, one weekend, two weeks in, starting to break and go out of business already. It's like isn't that amazing? I'm sorry, you were you weren't built to survive month to month, but you were only built to survive week to week. And I had people calling me harsh in the affiliate owners forum and and it's like, look, like this might be a time for self evaluation, maybe to even re-examine if this career is for you or not, or like, or how you're operating your business. If you decide you come out that this is the thing you're going to do. Like it's time to probably take this thing really seriously. So you're built for stuff like this. Like I know I did some seminars with Jason Kalipa. Like he was really big on that. And he had issues with his daughter. He needed to be able to break away, take care of her any moment. His businesses were built to sustain that. Like, did I ever think that I was, I heard him say it, but I like wasn't listening, but I was hearing it.
0: You're like, no, not me, not me. Yeah,
1: because I don't have any problems or I'm never going to experience that. But now I know like that thing actually happens. Um, yeah, yep. So people got to kind of, you got to kind of knuckle up, man. Look at yourself in the mirror a little bit. I, I'm also hearing people look, you know, blaming circum- the circumstances, um, like a lot of victim kind of stuff out there. It's, right. like, it's you gotta you gotta look in the mirror right now and yep. um, and think what you could have done better leading into this, and what you're gonna do better moving forward. Agreed. Um, I outstanding. At, yeah, a lot of a lot of great owners out there, man. They all want they all want to do the right thing.
0: Like, agreed. Yeah, man. That's powerful. I'm glad. I'm really glad you sent that message. There's gonna be a lot of folks that will that will resonate with that. And take this chance uh, on their off time to really self-reflect. That's huge, man. I appreciate your time. I totally appreciate your insight. Um, you know, it's it's very telling when uh, affiliate owners. It, it, you're. I feel like you're you're not new, but you're new. Like four years is plenty of time. That's plenty of time. And yeah. you make great rides. So do, by all means, you've earned that title leader. Ask your coaches. Ask your clients. Ask the people that are—they're in love, not just with the brand. I yeah. guaranteed it's deeper than the brand. So, man, I appreciate your time.
1: Well, thank you, Eric. I appreciate you having me, man. And um, yeah, hopefully, I'll see you in real in real life soon. <laughs> yeah, for sure.